Welcome to Real and Raw. Your story is your medicine. The podcast with Letizia. Hello, hello, you all, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. And actually, before I'm going into this episode, I want to let you know that I'm currently working on a new online group course that will be released very soon. And yeah, I will share more information on this course um, with you very, very soon. But until then, I invite you to join my mailing list because when you are on my mailing list, you're going to be the first ones to see when the course is being released and the first ones who are able to sign up before it will be actually shared with the public. So yeah, if you're also longing for for deep and profound healing, and you're also longing for a community, um, this course is exactly what you're looking for. And also by joining my mailing list, you will receive a beautiful womb meditation that will help you connect with your womb in a very gentle and beautiful way. And you can sign up for my mailing list via my website on www.letiziacinque.com. That is L-E-T-I-Z-I-A-C-I-N-Q-U-E.com. And of course, I will link my website on the description of this episode. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to welcoming you to that community, beautiful sister. And uh, today I'm going to talk a little bit about my last year. Um, As I have shared with you already in other episodes, um, you might know that one year ago, I came back from Bali, moved back to Switzerland. So yeah, I want to share a little bit how all of that transition was. And also because right now I moved again. I just moved two days ago. I'm still in Switzerland, though. Um, I only moved house and moved city. So um, I was living before for one year in my village where I was where I was born, where I grew up. And now I relocated um, more towards the center of Switzerland. So it's all just very new. So I'm like, you know, again in this in this energy of moving. And so I felt like it's it's an appropriate time to share this podcast and also like what comes with what happens to our bodies, to our soul when we move. And um, yeah, so like I already shared in previous episodes one year ago, well, it was actually like around August 2020, around that time, more or less, August, September. I had that really strong calling um, to come back and to Switzerland and reconnect with my roots. And yeah, after having lived abroad for, for several years. And so, yeah, it was so interesting because deep inside, I really knew it was time for me to come back and yeah, and come back and reconnect to my motherland. And it was so beautiful. Like, you know, when I had that calling, when I received that, I was sitting in meditation and that feeling or that sensation would always come in. Like 
it's time to go back, go back. And at first, of course, I kind of like dismissed that idea because, you know, I was living in Bali. Everything was beautiful. I had a beautiful community, amazing friends, and I was living by the, by the ocean. <laughs> so I was like, no, what am I going to do in Switzerland? Right. And also because I always had that, you know, story I was telling myself that I will never go back to Switzerland. Although, you know, reflecting back, what's so interesting is like, I know that it was just a story. I was trying to convince myself of that because I remember actually every time I said that story of like, oh, I'll never go back to Switzerland. I don't feel at home there. How could I could never live there? There was always this weird feeling within my body that was telling me this is bullshit. You are lying to yourself. But I just, you know, ignored that. <laughs> I was so committed to that story that um, I don't want to go back to Switzerland. So anyways, um, then, of course, last year when I had that calling, I was, of course, first dismissing that. And then the more I sat with that, the more actually this peace and calm started to come in. Whenever I connected with Switzerland, I was like, yeah, that's where I need to be. And also, when I was, um, you know, connecting more to that idea of going back, more and more, I also connected with um, my mother's lineage and the spirits of the land. And it was so interesting, so beautiful to have that connection. And I could really feel their guidance. And, you know, there was one night that was, yeah, that was on a Halloween. During these days, I offered a retreat back in Bali. It was like kind of like a goodbye retreat, like to, you know, bringing beautiful women together one last time before I leave. And it was right over Halloween. And so on that night, which was also full moon, if I don't remember wrong, it was a full moon and we were having a cacao ceremony that night. So it was very special. And, and of course, in Halloween, the, the, the veil to, to the spirit world is much thinner. And I remember, you know, we were drinking cacao and we all entered into beautiful um, silent meditation. And so as I was sitting there in meditation, I connected with my grandmother and I could feel her there. I could feel her presence. And and she would tell me again, it's time for you to come back and you are guided. And I always had that message, like you are guided, you're taken care of, you're supported, but it's time for you to come back. That was so incredible and beautiful to have that connection. And I was like, yes, I know I can feel it. And re it really gave me also a lot of confidence of like, I know I'm doing the right thing. And um, yeah, and also like later on another ceremony that was like a week or so later I was in another ceremony and again I was like lying there after having drank cacao and and there I could feel the spirits of the land coming through and like really giving me all the tools and preparing me um, to really connect to receive that guidance to really fully arrive here and settle back so that was so special and it was so beautiful. And yeah, also, you know, of course, then what happened obviously was when the moment arrived, I was like questioning myself, like, oh, is that the right choice? Am I doing the right thing? Because, and I remember my, my last, because I, I used to live in um, the last 
two, three months, I was living uh, by, the, by the sea in the east coast of Bali. And so, you know, I had this very beautiful community there. And the day I left that place before going back to Ubud, where I spent the last few days before then leaving, um, we had a very beautiful farewell ceremony. And I remember I was just, I was crying so much and I gave myself permission to really cry and we were there in a circle. It was just so amazing and to have that community, to have that support of knowing that I can be vulnerable, I can say that I'm sad, that I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, even though deep inside I knew it was the right thing, but I was not trying to repress that feeling of sadness and that's really something that I have come to learn and also now again like after one year moving again that has come up again so you know like really giving myself permission to feel and not trying to repress it and say oh no no everything is good um especially because I always blamed myself like I thought if I'm leaving that means it's my decision I need to be happy and I cannot be sad about that and that was just there. I feel like when, when I left Bali, that broke that wall of like wanting to be strong, pretending like, oh yeah, everything is good, kind of like disappeared. And I was like, no, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but that doesn't take away all the sadness and the grief that I'm feeling for the two years that I have been living there, for these beautiful connections and community that that has grown from these years, you know? So that was very, very special and very beautiful to give myself permission to really feel that. And yeah, anyways, um, when I when I did come back to Switzerland, um, you know, also there, I could feel actually how it all kind of like magically, um, you know, all these synchronicities, how it all turned out. Well, the first month I stayed at my friend's place. She had like a free apartment, so I stayed there, but then it was, um, you know, someone else rented it. So I was you know, supposed to look for a new place. And, you know, where I'm from, it's a very um, touristy place. It's a ski resort. So obviously in winter, like it's so difficult to to find a free apartment because also all the people that work there, you know, and so it's very difficult. And how I operate, it's like I do everything kind of like in the last moment. Like I'm not such a big planner. I don't do that all in advance because also I know and I trust that things always work out and they somehow <laughs> turn out magically. And so same thing happened with my apartment. Well, first I, there was a moment where I was like at the verge of like giving in and say, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to find something. And um, yeah, so I did look for an apartment and um, I went to have a look at one and, and it really felt like that was the last apartment the last free apartment in that place and so I went to have a look at it and it was a really small studio like you know it was so dark it was so small and I was like oh well you know I was kind of like telling myself well it's not that bad you know because I knew or I thought that that was the last one right and so I thought okay this is it I need to have it so I need to kind of like you know make it look beautiful like yeah pretending that it's beautiful right so I was like just saying well it's not you know what I actually I didn't feel like good but you know that's probably just 
what I have to, you know, um, be happy with. <laughs> and also the owner, he was, he was not really, um, you know, we, it didn't really resonate with him, <laughs> to be honest. And yeah, anyway, so I thought, well, I guess that's the only place there is. So I wrote the owner that, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm interested in something. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was about, you know, the rent, about how much time. And anyways, like I asked for a prize and then he, I don't know, he didn't say anything. He just blocked me. And I was like, what? Like, I really felt like, what is happening? Like, I didn't, I just asked, you know, and, and he just blocked me. And I was like, okay, good. And I somehow thought, I, I felt like deep inside in you, okay, this is actually a really good sign. Like, the universe is like trying to tell me, no, 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 this is not for you. Don't even try. Anyways, that same night, I found on, on a Facebook group, a guy who was living in an apartment and he wanted to rent it out because he wanted to move. And I was like, oh, amazing. And so I got in touch with him and he was super um, like nice and kind. And so we met up, I went to see the apartment and it was a beautiful place, you know, also in the area kind of where I wanted. And then like he said, yeah, I'll let you know. But then turn, it turned out that he decided to stay instead. Like he didn't want to leave. So I was like, okay. So that wasn't it. that wasn't it either, you know. And I was really starting to kind of get like, oh man, I, am I even gonna find something? And of course, like my parents, I could have stayed with them, but you know. Anyways, so it was so magically then what happened because you know we the house I grew up in the house it was my grandpa who built it. Um, yeah, it was my old family house. My mom, she was born in that house. You know, like it's really from you know, yeah, our, our family home. And we sold that house five years ago. And um, my mom suddenly thought, oh, maybe I can ask the owners. Maybe there is something free. And I was like, that would be so awkward. Like, no. And then I was like, well, okay, why not? And so she asked her and she said, yeah, there's actually a free apartment. And I was like, oh, this is so awkward. But then one night I was having dinner with my parents and my mom she told me like, you know, that would be like really you going back to the roots. And honestly, like the moment she said that, I got chills all over my body. I started to cry. I got so emotional. And, you know, I didn't tell my mom when I came back, you know, I came back to reconnect with my roots. No, I didn't really explain her explicitly. Like, you know, I just told her, yeah, I had a calling to come back and here I am. But I didn't really go deeper with that. But the moment she told me that, yeah, so it's, you're going like back to the roots. I was like, wow. Yeah, like I knew Spirit told me that I needed to go back to my roots. But I didn't really um, imagine or realize how serious they were. <laughs> like, yeah, you go back, but you really go back, back to your home. And that was like so beautiful. So I ended up living there for like four months or so. And <sighs> that's just so amazing. Like, and I can really feel now, you know, now thinking, reflecting back, it's, you know, also like all the times I actually had when I left Switzerland and like I went to other places and, you know, there was a time I just wanted to travel to travel, you know, I was like, oh, I want to travel the whole world, see the whole world. But 
very fast I realized, no, that's not how I want to travel. That's not, I don't need to just do that to do it because, you know, like everyone does it. No, like I found and figured for myself that there was something deeper that I was always guided to places where I needed to be. And I just allowed that to happen. You know, I allowed myself to trust this guidance and say, okay, you know, I'm guided there now. So now I'm guided there. And that's how I ended up also in Bali because I always, I was so, you know, like very much connected to South America. I always like said, I want to travel also South America. But it never really, yeah, I have spent there time. That's another story, but um, not the way I had imagined it. But instead I was led towards Asia. Anyways, like what I want to come to is like, I could feel that every time I had to, I was guided in, into a place was was actually me like kind of like recollecting soul fragments like soul pieces bringing them back to me and to become whole again right and so coming back here to Switzerland and then living again in my old family house was like the ultimate soul retrieval like really bringing back these aspects of me that I have rejected that I have neglected and that I have lost so it was really just going there, allowing myself to really anchor and root into that place and to call back all these pieces. I could tell that living there in that place like really helped me connect with my roots on a whole other level. Like I could even feel the presence of my ancestors and yeah, I was able to commune with them, like to really feel them in that space. And, and that was so healing. That was so needed. And, and also not just being able to connect with myself, like calling back these lost pieces of me and connect with my ancestors. I was also really able to connect with the land itself in a very new way that was not familiar to me. Before I left Switzerland and my hometown, I never felt at ease or at home in that place or in Switzerland in general. I always felt a lot of sadness, grief, and resentment towards this place. And I felt like there's so, you know, it just felt so rigid and so not free. And um, and then also there was always, you know, especially in my, well, not just in whole Switzerland in general, that silence, there, there's so much silence and that would drive me crazy. <laughs> and, you know, of course, by then, before leaving, I was a completely different person. So I used to blame it on the outside. I used to blame it on the people, the climate, the society, you name it. But when I came back last year, you know, of course, like I have done a lot of work, a lot of internal work and went through a really big dark night of the soul that has really shaken me up I was changed I was a completely different person coming back last year you know I really felt like of course those the energies you know the sadness and grief and resentment it was still infused in the place you know because those are energies they're really deeply embedded in the consciousness of this place and of this land and And of course, something changed because I changed, you know, and so I no longer allowed these energies to take over me. Instead, I befriended them. And also, I no longer dreaded the silence. That was so beautiful because one day when I came back, I was on a walk 
and I went to the forest and I sat on a bench and overlooked the village and I was like oh wow I could breathe and I was suddenly like you know as I was sitting there I was like the silence and because it was also right you know still low season it was still November so there are no many tourists it was all closed I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God, how much I love the silence. And I was like, oh my God, what has like something huge changed? I'm loving the silence. And I remembered back to the times when I hated that silence. Because of course, that silence brought up all of the noise that I had in my head. And I didn't want to feel and hear all of that. And so it was easier for me to just, you know, get into the noise and like repress all of that and then on top of that also these majestic mountains they always triggered me so much they really brought up all of like a lot of anxiety and fear and also there I was like wow I can actually sit here and feel myself because of course like doing so much work like I didn't have so much noise in my head anymore I I wasn't afraid anymore of these feelings of these emotions so even though if they would have come up and they obviously did also I was just able to see them and to sit with them without trying to repress them and that was such a huge huge gift and yeah that was that was so beautiful and also like like I shared before that I can feel that, you know, the energies are still very much embedded in that land. And that is something that now, you know, coming back, I can realize that because I've always been very sensitive. And so I feel like I could just not cope with so much energy. And, and you know, in a valley where there's so many mountains, it's like it stays. It's like kind of like condensed in that space. And so, yeah, it just feels heavy. You know, it feels so heavy because, you know, a lot of people who are living there, they're not really like doing a lot of internal work, not a lot of spiritual work. There is this dense energy and it kind of stays there. So unless someone actually really focuses on working on themselves to kind of like, you know, bring a fresh air into that space, it stays there. And so before it would really drain me I I felt depressed I felt so bad I had a lot of anxiety and a lot of sadness and so I didn't have the tools I'd had no idea how to cope with that I had no idea how to deal with that because there was so much from the outside that of course that was infused in the energies and there was so much within myself that I had no idea how to process and so of course now coming back having that a lot of work, having tools to really be with that and see, yes, I can feel it, I can see it, but it is, I don't allow it to affect me. Or at least I try, you know. Of course, I'm not perfect, like I'm far from it, but at least I can see it now. There's another consciousness behind and I'm more aware of what is happening. So, so yeah, that was, that was very interesting to see, you know, and to feel like what has changed. And what also was really beautiful is that, you know, like, especially now after one year having lived here, you know, even more has changed. And this year really feels like it has been one of the most healing years ever um, because I could heal that grudge I held towards my home and I could actually accept my roots and make peace with the land. 
you know, when when I was called back and I was told that the land is in need of healing, you know, but what I didn't realize by then is that it was actually me who needed the healing. <laughs> and it was like, and that's the beauty, like how interconnected we are, because yes, by coming back and accepting all of that, he, I could heal these old wounds these old stories and therefore at the same time I was healing the land I could also give the land the healing that it needed because I mean I am the land and the land is me I am nature and you know that's the beauty like when we remember that when we live in this rhythm and remember that we are just an extension of nature we're not separate from it everything changes it's all interrelated so by me doing the healing I can give and send healing to the earth and and that is just that is just the most precious gift there is on earth <laughs> right like to really restore that to bring back that wisdom and to remember and to yeah do the healing within ourselves and then that reflects out into the world and, you know, another reason why I also, what I came to notice is the reason why I never felt at ease and at home here is because I never felt at home in my own body. And by rejecting my roots, I actually just re simply rejected myself and my own essence. And, you know, also now I'm like, I had sometimes that story that I was telling myself oh, I'm just running away from something when I actually moved away I had that fear of like I'm just running away from something but um, maybe in a way yes but on the other hand it was like I needed that I needed to remove myself out of the context to gain distance and therefore clarity because I know that I could not have healed here the way I have healed outside and yeah, I needed that. And again, like I, I was in places I was where I was guided to to also there, like bring back pieces of me to, you know, first accept myself and find that love and acceptance for myself and then bring that back. Because then the ultimate challenge, actually, the, the real work is out in the world, right? It's easy when you are in Bali, you know, where most of the people are doing the same work. It's easy to do the work because you're like always um, reflected and you see, you know, it's like, oh, I can just be this weird, crazy person and no one actually judges me. So, I mean, we are a crazy person by that. I mean, like, you know, just really being ourselves, you know, which of course sometimes in society is labeled as crazy or weird. But I was able to really accept, come to accept my my essence, you know, which, yeah, goes against the grain and, and, and doesn't always resonate with everyone because it, it brings up questions. It, um, it triggers people, right? And so I came to accept that part of me and I, I came to also awaken that part of me. But then the actual work is to bring that back into this context, into where I never felt at home, never felt at ease because I rejected myself. But by coming to accept myself, I can also accept myself here. And there is now where the work even grows and grows because it's not easy here. 
it's not easy because even though there is this acceptance, there's this work that has been done of accepting myself, but there's still always that, that shadow aspect of me that is still afraid. There's still these stories that I tell myself. And so like really coming back here is like the ultimate challenge and the ultimate ultimate growth and what I know my soul needs right now because you know I kind of like feels like I have grown like my soul has grown enough in places where I felt comfortable so now it's time to get out get out in the world get out of my comfort zone and this is the perfect place for that not just the place but the whole situation the whole global situation is like like adds on it because that is like the ultimate challenge. Can can I be really true to myself, stand up for my values and be in integrity, even though I would say 99%, maybe it's a little bit less, 98% of the people do not think the way I think, do not live the way I live. But can I still be myself and still accept myself and really be in integrity? when everyone else around me does the opposite. So that is a huge, huge challenge. And so anyways, yeah, so that's why I had to remove myself out of this context to gain that clarity, to reconnect with myself and and discover who I am and bring that back and be that, be myself here in this context. Yeah, and now I really feel like I finally arrived home, home to myself and home into my body. And I also believe that, you know, we're always actually guided back where healing is needed for as far as we try to push it away or also try to push away our roots or what we don't like. And um, yeah, so that's why I'm, I'm grateful that I actually answered that call to come back because not a lot of people do, you know, it's not easy to answer that call. I also always said, yeah, of course, it was much easier for me to, move to Bali, you know, when I had that calling to move to Bali, even though they're also there, I was like, no, now I leave behind all the life I have built here in in Spain. I'm just going to leave that for something I have no idea. Like, you know, I was all alone. I had no idea. I didn't know anyone there, but I knew I needed to do that. And but of course, it was easier, you know, oh yeah, Bali is beautiful, of course. But then from Bali, coming back to Switzerland, right to that place that I have always rejected, pushed away, like answering that call was like, wow, that needed a lot of courage and a lot of trust. And that's it. Like in the end, it comes back to that, that trust, knowing that when we don't operate from what we act, what we want, what we think we want, what our ego is driving us towards, when we actually go deeper and let that guidance, that divine guidance guide us, that is when we know we are supported and we are protected. It's not that it's going to be easy and all just rainbows and butterflies. No, but because we need that to grow and to expand and it's for our soul's evolution. So, yeah, so I'm really grateful that I answered that call. <laughs> and, and now, you know, being back a year, I had another calling to move. And, you know, of course, there again, like, you know, right before moving, you know, before it felt really good. I checked in with myself and my body, with my womb. I use my womb as my oracle to really like go into and see, is that for my highest good? I use my pendulum, you know, all my beautiful accessories. (laughs) 
to really sit with that, you know, like what is for my highest good, for my highest soul evolution. And so I felt it clearly. It was this, it was this move to come here. And then, of course, towards the time when I had to move, I was starting like all these, these insecurities, this fears started to come up and I questioned myself like oh no what am I doing I should just stay here and so two days ago I moved here and and I remembered again because I haven't you know I used to in this last three years I don't know how many times I have moved and so it's just exhausting and now again like after moving I remembered that when we move even when we just travel Like, yes, our body goes to a place. But what we often forget is that our soul needs a little bit of time until it actually also comes back. It arrives in the body again. And I feel like a lot of times we don't give ourselves permission to really feel and to give us that space to arrive. We feel like we need to be, you know, arrive and right away be there and like function but again, this time I noticed like, no, 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 that's not how it works. And I cannot work like that. And so I arrived. I felt so emotional. I felt really bad. I had times where I questioned myself and, you know, because I'm living now with other people, which is something very new for me because I have lived alone for the last six years. So it's a huge step. It's a huge step out of my comfort zone. So, yeah, like really giving myself the space to arrive, like allowing my soul soul to come in before I do and try to do anything because then I'm completely ungrounded. I'm not within myself. I don't feel myself. And so I think that's very important, especially now in these times that we're all living in. And if we are, if you are maybe also like wanting to move, like give yourself that time also to really arrive. And again, not thinking that because you made that choice that you need to be happy right away. No, like give yourself permission to grieve the old. And by doing that, you give yourself space to then welcome in the new. And I feel like that's so important. And it's really just what I also come to realize again, what it means to really give ourselves that space and time to arrive, to be gentle with ourselves. And yeah, I feel like that's that's very, very important. Yeah, so here I am. And and also, there are already some synchronicities happening. I met a girl through a course that I did, and she lives nearby and, you know, invited me to hold a beautiful circle with her. And, you know, things are actually starting, you know, things are flowing. And so that gives me again, that trust of like, I know that I'm divinely guided whenever I do what is for my highest soul's evolution. And even if, you know, again, there are not really mistakes, like they're all just lessons. And yeah, and I know that it's time for me to step again into another version of myself, like even deeper, even more of who I came here to be and and not being afraid of that, of showing that and being authentic. And because I feel like that's just so, what it needs, what this world needs is like authentic people and really just, you know, not being afraid of of who we came here to be, because it can be very difficult in this world where it seems like everyone is against that, like it, they're trying to repress that. So to really have that strength um, to stay focused and to stay 
true to ourselves and in integrity as, as much as we can, you know, of course, like, it's not just like black and white, but, you know, having compassion with ourselves. And um, yeah, just knowing that we came here also for a reason and, and we came here for this. So if we want to see change in the world and, and bring forth change, we need to work on ourselves and it takes a lot of um, strength, but um, we've got this, like it's within us. And so it's beautiful and good to have a community where we can share that, where we can get together and, you know, talk about these kind of things. And, you know, just talking about this, like, yeah, I also offer bi-weekly women's circles and it's been so healing because I can feel like there's so much, so many women that who are just really suffering from all of what's happening. And so having a space where we can just get together and share is so healing. I offer these circles bi-weekly in German and English. The German circle is um, Mondays at 8 p.m. Central European time. And the English ones are on Friday, 9 a.m. Also Central European time. And the next ones are in December 6th the German one, and December 10th, the English one. Um, however, I might change that starting next year that I'm only um, offering these in English, so bi-weekly circles in English. And the time might also change, but I will keep you updated. And yeah, make sure again to sign up for my mailing list so you're always um, up to date with what's happening. And if you are interested in these women's circles where you want to get together and yeah, just share from your heart, um, these are for free. However, of course, if, if you benefit from them, like any uh, contribution is very welcomed for holding the space and for creating them. And, but also like, please share, share them with your sisters as well. Spread the word and yeah. So, yeah, um, with this being said, um, I thank you so much for listening to my podcast, to this episode that has been, yeah, quite the, my, my story of my healing journey of traveling, of moving around and of bringing back the soul. That's basically what it's all about, like bringing back the soul into our body. And um, we so often just, you know, are so disembodied and not really in ourselves and so the thing is also like before I end it like just in a, in a short note that's when we allow or like that's when we're easiest manipulated when we are not embodied because that is like it just presents the perfect playground for other entities energies to come into us and so it's so important to to bring back the body the soul into our bodies and to feel grounded into our bodies that for me has been the most healing um, because I used to live in other realms (laughs) always just checked out disassociated but the true healing started when I actually arrived into my body and arrived into this earth where the work needs to be done right that's why we are here (laughs) yeah so again thank you so much for listening and um Thank you. And again, I'm going to link my website and my social media in the description. So it will be lovely to connect with you. And yeah, I would also love to hear from you any feedback or anything from this podcast, maybe something that resonated. I'll be really happy to hear. 
and um, yeah, I send you all so much love and hear you and see you next time. <laughs>